everybody, my name is Jean Gallagher and welcome to show number 11, Discover Rising Tides, How the Outside Makes the Inside Better, where we explore the importance of the outdoors and maintaining life balance. Through this series, we'll be talking to women business owners and understanding their journey. Today, I'm excited to introduce uh, Megan Milietto. I, I didn't say that right, did I? <laughs> it's Militello. Militello, I knew I was gonna get it wrong. <laughs> and, and Lacey Hernandez. Hi guys. Hi hey there. Hey, so I'm gonna read your bios because there's a lot of information in here. So bear with me just a second. So there's no way I can memorize all of this. Um, so Megan is the founder and CEO and, um, and she serves, serves, served as an air traffic controller in the army. And Megan learned firsthand how to, highly how to run a highly coordinated operation while on deployment in Iraq during which she received the Bronze Star and met her co-founder, Lacey. Megan learned how to develop repeatable systems and processes. From what, day one, Megan has built elevated oats using the principles that, it, uh, that ensure an organized and a ready-to-scale company. Megan embodies the elevated oats customer by living an elevated and healthy lifestyle and mountaineering on her way through Alaska. Lacey is the co-founder and CCO and Lacey held a key leadership positions and was directly responsible for the training and management of over 20 personnel during her military service as an air traffic controller. Returning to her roots as a visual artist, Lacey earned a bachelor's degree in fine arts and is focusing on graphic design from, oh, and sorry, she earned her bachelor's degree in fine arts with a focus on graphics design from RMCAD. And today she creates all of Elevated Oats graphics and branding in-house. Lacey believes that living an elevated uh, life begins in mind and by practicing positive mental habits, anyone can change their lives. So first, thank you for your service. Thank you. And welcome. So I'm so excited to talk to you guys and I wanna learn a lot about your business and how it started. So who wants to go first? <laughs> Megan, you're um, on. So to, yeah. just give us a little bit about your background and how it started. And, and then Lacey can do the same thing. And then I want to learn from both of you because there's a lot of dynamics here because you guys are not close together logistically. Totally. Yeah. It, could you be further apart? Yeah, <laughs> just, I'm sure we could just a little, yeah. uh, <laughs> but we, I was in Hawaii. I was following love and a relationship and then things just didn't go as planned during that time I had an Airbnb that I was running there was some other entrepreneur things that I was trying to get into and I had this idea of helping people eat better food like how can I give people better options um, so I had this banana patch and an idea and then really it came down to leaving that life, going to Alaska, and then being in this place of just utter unknown, not knowing what to do, having this career path for 10 years, and then completely changing it and be like, I don't think I want to do this by myself, like go to the other side of the country and restart everything um, without taking the opportunity to chase that. And I this post on Instagram and then I asked Lacey if she could make me a logo and then it just kind of snowballed from there and I reined her in <laughs> reined her into elevated oats and we've been 
doing this from, I'm in Alaska and she's in North Carolina. So we've been doing this for over two years apart from each other. Um, and it's been just the funniest, funnest ride to learn and grow through the experience. Yeah, there's a lot to unpack there too. Just, just the logistics of working so far apart and getting it together. So, so how about you, Lacey? So you answered an Instagram or you, you uh, replied to an Instagram and here we are. Yeah, I had, well, I had gotten in, well, I would gotten out of the army and then back in and then out. So like a lot of things happened in that time. And when I was out this last time, I was doing the graphic design for school mm -hmm. and Megan had put this, it was packages, brown paper packages of her granola. And I'm like, Hey, you need some labels. And then it just kind of went from there. Um, I was going through my own sort of things at that time, you know, like I really needed an, a girlfriend in my life um, because transitioning from the military is really hard. <laughs> and she really gave me some purpose. And despite her saying she wrote me in, I kind of like jumped into her lane was like, here, let me, let me help. <laughs> it's been so, a, it's been awesome for us to both like have come together. We, we like to say too, we came together during the darkest parts of both of our lives and then lifted each other up. Um, just really having that support system has been so huge. Yeah. That's amazing. And, and so the transition from, from military life to outside, it, it is hard, isn't it? Yeah. It, and I, for me, I feel like it was a little bit harder. I won't say it was a little more challenging because I'm still a military spouse. So my husband's still in, he's about to retire in, in 21 months. And I had never experienced being on the other side of, you know, like what it's like to be married to a service member. And it, I, I feel like that's more mentally challenging than actually being a service member at times. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, but you both met each other while you were serving, correct? Yeah, yeah we as, met in Iraq. Yeah. Wow. And did you have any idea that 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 coming together then would turn into something in the future? <laughs> no, never. Not in my wildest dreams. Like it wouldn't, I didn't even like cross my mind. Like I have zero people that care about me that much that we would be in business together. <laughs> and we became like, we were really close friends. And the hard part, I think too, with being in the military is that guys in the military don't like women clicking together. And we did challenge things. We had ideas. We're very strong personality women that, you know, we, we don't just kind of sit on the sidelines. And um, mm -hmm. we could tell throughout the process, like we were very split up, always kind of put on opposite shifts from each other. Even though you have to be with another woman, like all the time, like mm -hmm. the things that we're supposed to be doing. And then the way that it was, we were being treated didn't quite fit. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so really all of those challenges made you stronger, though they were totally. terrible during the time. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so now, so you transitioned out, how long were you, well, Lacey, you were in and out, in, in and out, right? But so Megan, how long were you out of the service before you ended up in Alaska? 
Uh, I got out in 2012 and I moved to Alaska in 2019. And when mm-hmm. I got out, I, I just went to school for two years and then I worked for the DOD. I worked for the FAA, went back to the DOD. Um, a lot of air traffic control. That was my, that was my life. I didn't think I would be doing anything else, especially with how much I committed and then having a master's in aeronautical science, like well, really being would, committed to the aviation thing. I was going to say, you didn't just go back to school. You, right. you have a master's. Yeah. 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 And, and that stuff translated to helping me now, cause it's about staying on task and finishing projects and whatever. Um, but it didn't really fulfill me. And then I think with air traffic control, as you get higher, you stop doing the fun parts of it. You just kind of become a manager. And that was not what I was trying to do. But it's also a very high stress job to say the least. (laughs) Just being an entrepreneur. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I was, that's what exactly, well, that's exactly what I was going to say because there's quite a transition. There's quite a transition between air traffic control and making granola. Right? Yeah. I'm making, yeah, oats in yes. whatever you're doing. However, the, the, the job of being an entrepreneur, no matter what you're making or what your business is, is highly stressful. So your yeah. ability to manage the day-to-day things that have to happen in your business, you've, you've already developed so many skills that most entrepreneurs, new entrepreneurs don't even have yet. And I will attribute a lot of knowledge to air traffic control because we really know how to spin a lot of plates at once. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. really. And you have to be, yeah. And you have to be successful at it because it's bad if you're not. (laughs) Yeah. And you have to be able to communicate because it's not always you that's there controlling everything. You have somebody else that you're working with. So you have to be able to set aside your ego and like, say you need help or not be able to like, I just don't know how to do this, mm-hmm. you know, and we help each other out. Yeah. So now, so the, the food, the, your, your business elevated oats started when you moved to Alaska, right. Yeah. Or did it start actually in Hawaii? Started in Alaska. The thought was in Hawaii, but I don't think it, I didn't even have a name. I just, I just was like, granola is easy to make. <laughs> And so, so doing a business in Alaska has to be very different than doing business in the lower 48. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I think it is. Yeah, I think it is. So what do you think, Lacey? (laughs) What I've noticed from, you know, traveling from here to there is like the, the ecosystem in Alaska for like starting a business is... I mean, it's like little Silicon Valley is what I like little tiny Silicon Valley. Like they're very plugged in. Yeah. Yeah, Very supportive. It's small. There's not a lot of people. I like to say Alaska is a small town because Mm -hmm. it's such a big state, but so many people know each other or know other people. And if you're doing something really amazing, like people talk about it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, so let's talk a little bit uh, about, because what I'd like to do, I think we're going to have to do is we're going to have to do, this is part one, and we're going to all have to get back together for part two, because there's so much that I want to talk about, but let's talk about the logistics of working. How many miles apart are you? You're seven hours apart and a bazillion miles, miles a country apart. Yeah. Who knows? A country apart. A whole country apart and seven hour time difference. Is that right? Uh, four, four, 
I was only four. I thought it was bigger. It's than only that. four. Yeah. Oh, it's not it too seems bad. Like it um, should be more. Yeah. So, so how do you, how do you run a business with a time difference? How do you organize yourselves? How do you make this work? We use this program called Asana. Have you heard of it? I haven't. Okay. It's Your a, face is so lit up about it. I love it. <laughs> it's a program management app. So we can put in there, like, say we have a project, uh, specifically, we'll say our bag release. Okay, we have this bag release coming up. We can have all of our tasks listed in there for what needs to be done. Mm -hmm. And then you can set deadlines, you can, you can comment on things. It's a great way for us to keep boundaries in our like personal lives, especially mm -hmm. when it comes to that time. Because for me, I'm still working and then lazy is not. Or mm -hmm. for me, it's like early in the morning and she's already working. Mm -hmm. So we kind of bleed into each other's time. Look back at this software and be like, oh yeah, she commented two weeks ago and said, where is this? And I haven't done anything about it. It's, it's pretty interesting because the way we use Asana is kind of how we would communicate in the tower. Like we actually have this like kind of like ebb and flow that we're used to working together, I think. And we communicate similarly um so it's kind of intuitive the way that we deal with each other honestly like hey I need to know this or whatever and then like I also know that you know she's busy and she may not see it so like when we talk because you know I'm four hours ahead of her so by the time she wakes up I probably already can knocked out most of the stuff I'm gonna do for the day mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah and so when she wakes up, you know, she'll like check in with me and I'll ask her the few questions that I have so I can finish my work. Mm -hmm. And then she'll have whatever questions she has or for me so she can start that work for the day. You know, what it really must do is actually extend the working hours. So you have the ability to get, honestly, get more done than people that are in the same eight to five space, right? We're yeah, always doing yeah. something. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think too, like we're pretty big when it comes to social media and putting things out there for our audience. And so that is not, it's not really limited to that nine to five. It's kind of all over the place. It's kind of when we have time to do it through the day. But I think too, like having a mindset of like, this is my job, like this is my work. Like really it's not work. Like this is something I do every single day. We're moving this shit forward constantly. Um, so trying to have a different outlook on it too makes it makes it more okay for it to be like my life not mm -hmm. just that little part of it that's fantastic and so social media and i was i was looking at your videos the little your little um clips on your website and you know, the your when you were oh shoot what were you eating and you you've got you're strapped in oh yeah that was like a <laughs> overnight oat yeah, yeah that's hiking. what it was. It was the overnight oats. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not everybody we, can do that on their website. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, um, we sponsor these hikes while well, we set up these hikes. We actually have one tonight because it's national hiking day today. Mm -hmm. So we try to promote people getting outside, moving their body. Like it's not just about granola. It's not just about food. It's about being active when we only have four hours of light here, you know, like getting together with other people that are like-minded and supporting each other, lifting each other up. Um, but also like being aware of what you're putting into your body, like the mm -hmm. fuel that you're taking into. Mm -hmm. 
and so that really is the the basis behind the company right lifting yeah. people up in a healthy totally. lifestyle and how yeah. has that affected both of you so having this mindset coming into the business with a mindset but also being in the environment of the business and maintaining the mindset how, how has that changed you guys I feel like I'm growing all the time. I, I do. I feel like I'm growing all the time. And we came together at the darkest parts of our lives, but really like, I, I think we're still continuing to, to heal and help each other heal. Like we didn't have like strong female leads, I guess you could say growing up. So we're like kind of providing that for each other, like this safe space where like we're practicing things like boundaries and, <laughs> and, you know, like being each other's cheerleader. Mm -hmm. we're providing that and we also want to show the world that and and you know grow this little community that does that for everyone else so hopefully it kind of reverber reverberates you know outward because really we always need some compassion mm -hmm. yeah I would definitely agree I think that we are operating from a much more joyous place in life we understand that everybody has different perceptions and realities and it's about, you know, figuring it out. Like we're all, we're just figuring it out and making it more enjoyable every day. And so what do you do? How does the outside play a part in your lives? So you already talked, Megan, that, you know, you're promoting, you, you only have four hours of daylight. So you have to do something. You have to do something in order to survive the other 20 hours of non-daylight. <laughs> and it's awesome at night. Like it's beautiful to go out on a night hike in the snow. Like it is just amazing. Uh, I would say for me, I have a dog that has to go out every single day. Mm -hmm. So it's, it feels like a responsibility sometimes, but there are she's days- not talking, She's not talking about just to use the restroom. Like he's a- yeah. Running in the mountain dog. <laughs> yes, he needs to be out running wild. Mountain, yeah. um, yes, running wild in the forest. And so we go out and it's really hard for me to turn off work stuff. So mm -hmm. it's almost a way like getting outside is a way for me to force myself to do that. Mm -hmm. For me, yeah, for me, it's the, the sun like straight up. Uh, I will say before, you know, I visited Alaska, I was not the most active person after I got out of the military. And now I'm a lot better thanks to Megan's tutelage. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is definitely, uh, for me, it's the sun. I, I need to feel the sun on my skin. I don't care if it's two degrees outside or a hundred. Mm -hmm. I, I need that to feel nice. Yeah. Yes. It, like gets my head to stop going crazy like sometimes that it does. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and can you imagine, and well, what happens for me is that when, you know, I'm in charge of my own calendar, which is really good and really bad because there's days that I just fill the calendar and it's all great until all of a sudden you hit that moment and you go, I haven't been outside. I didn't schedule that. And I like the word you use, Lacey, nice right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, just being nice, but feeling nice in feeling that you're taking care of yourself and feeling whole. And there are days that I don't, I don't respect that. And 
yesterday and I <laughs> I'm out at night in the dark walking the dog because I'm like I gotta I gotta go I'm sure she has to go too <laughs> but we both need to go for a walk yeah and so and it's hard it's hard to do that sometimes. it is really hard as as a business owner it, it is really hard to make time for yourself I used to have to schedule my lunch just so yeah. I ate yeah yes I've gotten a lot better <laughs> Yeah. And so <laughs> yeah, eating is important. Yes. <laughs> and I know that we have a limited time today and there's some things that I want to talk about. So I seriously would love to, for us to get together um, and talk about a few things, but let's dive into a couple of things here first. And let's talk a little bit about ingredients because you're using mostly local ingredients, right? Oh, I wish it was mostly local, but it's hard to get things sourced here in Alaska. We mm -hmm. do use um, locally grown beets and carrots. Uh, our new recipes that we're gonna be releasing every quarter, we would like to use as many locally sourced ingredients in those as possible. Since we're doing a limited run, we feel mm -hmm. we have a little more leeway to play with that. Um, but our regular flavors, we get a lot of ingredients just from any, I mean, Costco, you'd be surprised at how many people get ingredients from Costco in Alaska, mm -hmm. the shipping and logistics of just getting things up here is a lot more of a challenge. Uh, same with getting things out. So that's something that we just need to try to combat. We've even talked to someone at the plant material center here, which is ran by the government and they're testing out growing oats that don't have a hole on them. So they're like, sh they don't have a shell. So they just grow oats, um, which would be awesome. If we can get oats sourced in Alaska, that would be great. It's just not quite there yet. Hmm. And so you mentioned something that most people wouldn't associate with granola. Beets. Beets. I know. That's really exciting. So, so, so how do vegetables end up in your granola? People are going to go, ah, oh no, but it's good. So why, how does, how does that happen? Um, it actually started with a recipe that had banana, banana in there, which makes sense, right? If you add banana into a granola or like a cake or whatever. And I was, I just had this thought, like, I'm like, you have to be able to do this with beets. Like it should definitely color the beet into this pretty pink color, which it does. It's great. Um, and then it just kind of spiraled from there. Well, if we could do it with bananas and beets, we could definitely do it with carrots. Um, and right now our limited edition flavor, we use blueberries and mm. it tastes just like a blueberry muffin. It's amazing. Mm. Um, and then we it's have ideas to Wait, like- what, Lacey? It tastes like a Pop-Tart. <laughs> it has like fresh lemon in there too. So it's just, it's more gourmet than anything we already come out with. And we're just like, whatever, let's just do something amazing. Um, and then it's just going to be a challenge of continuing to do that. So how can we throw in something else? Um, I like to base them all off of colors to start mm -hmm. with. So I'm like, mm -hmm. how can we make it green? How can we make a green granola? Mm -hmm. Yeah, because anything you put banks that beats in, including your fingers, is going to be pink, a beautiful color of pink. Totally. Yeah, totally. Yeah. So so that's that's phenomenal. So let's we're gonna we, there's so much we have to talk about. We're doing this again. Um, but first of all, so are you just selling in Alaska, or can people find you outside of Alaska right now? 
Uh, right now, wholesale, we're only doing in Alaska. We are planning on spreading to the lower 48, mm -hmm. specifically to the Pacific Northwest right now. We would like to focus on certain regions, uh, mm -hmm. but anybody can buy our granola online. And we have a subscription service where you can either do two bags or four. We even have small snack packs now. So if you want to throw them into your lunch or your kid's lunch or take it on your next hike, like there is a convenient option for that too. Wonderful. And how do people find you all? Elevatedoats.com. Elevated nice. oats anything. We're, we got really lucky. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And so what people can order, you can ship to the lower 48. Totally. That's fantastic. So thank you for both of you today. And thank I, it's just been a pleasure. And I know, Lacey, this is the first time we've met each other. So this is even better. So very excited. It, it's it's been great. Will you come back? Can we can we do this more? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. So it's been a blast. Um, we'll make sure that your the elevated oats your websites in the show notes and uh, make sure that that's there. And um, we're we'll get back together and continue more because I have a whole list of things that I want to chat about. So thank you Great. so much today. This is the first time, you know, Alaska and you're in North Carolina, right, Lacey? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So California, Alaska, North Carolina, all in one little bundle. So thank you so much today. I appreciate your time. Oh, thank Thanks, you James. so much for having us. You're welcome. Bye.